With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, in the last uh, fair while, the Black Caps have made a habit of being a very settled, level-headed and consistently successful bunch of cricketers. And there have been a number of factors contributing to that. No doubt a generational group of players hitting their career peaks at the same time is a dream for any organisation. But you can't overlook the coaching stability as a major factor to cohesion and performance. Well, today it has been announced that the bowling coach Shane Jurgensen will finish as the team's longest-serving coach with a combined 10 years in the position after returning for his second stint in 2016. In that time span, the Black Caps rose to number one in the world in all three formats, appearing in two T20 World Cup semi-finals and a final, uh, one one-day international World Cup final in 2019, and, of course, claimed the inaugural World Test Championship. Uh, and good news for everyone, Shane will not be lost to cricket in this country as he steps into a new job as uh, the head man, the head coach at the Wellington Firebirds. He's been with us, uh, he's, uh, with us online this morning, which is great. He's always been available to us, Shane, actually, which has been fantastic. Uh, so, uh, Shane, congratulations uh, on the new gig, I guess. Uh, a lot of people would say going from the Black Caps uh, down to uh, the next level of cricket, maybe a step backward, but I wouldn't imagine you're viewing it that way at all. Oh, good morning, Sphere. Thanks for the opportunity to talk to you again. Always great. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the, the challenge of, of joining Wellington. That's you know they've been nothing but fantastic in this whole process. Um, and Bruce and and Cam Mitchell, the team there, have been awesome. And yeah, it certainly has been. Uh, a long week of decision making last week. Uh, I'm actually away at the moment uh, in Darwin, so I'm watching the sunrise here at the moment. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've had a good opportunity to think it over. And yeah, some certainly a, a tough decision I had to make last week. A uh, really cool place to uh, get your thoughts together, Darwin, especially in the, those temperatures up there. Uh, hey, mate, um, how just how how tough a decision was it? Because um, you know, you're, you're leaving a bunch of guys who you've brought up. Um, and watch their transition over a long period of time uh, to uh, a, an entirely different role. Yeah, I, I, I won't lie. There certainly was been tears. <laughs> um, you know, talking to some senior guys, I've known Tim Southey, Trent Bolt, since they were young men. I thought Trent Bolt was a batter when I first met him in the middle of 2008. And um, this journey with New Zealand cricket, you know, has just been amazing when I first met John Wright. Um, in early 2008 and, and to, to be a part of New Zealand cricket history and, uh, you know, over nearly 100 years of Test cricket history and for me to be involved in 10 years of that, um, personally, is, is I'm just really... It's an honour uh, to be a part of these guys and their lives and to see the, the boys, you know, go from, from, from teenagers to adults to husbands and now parents, you know, it's, it, I've been very, very lucky to be on that journey with them and I can't thank them enough. 
Well, that's part of your journey as well. Um, you know, uh, growing up as a coach and um, growing up as a father, etc. Uh, I just wonder how much uh, was uh, family a factor in this because we always hear about it with the players saying, it's so good to get home. I, I need some more family time. I need a tour off to, to spend some genuine time at home. We don't really give uh, the coaches uh, that much credence in that area, but it's just the same, isn't it? Oh, you're 100% correct, and there's still work to be done. Uh, big trip coming up. Uh, I'll be away for three months uh, nearly from my, my wife and, and children. And, it, yeah, certainly was a factor. I mean, I've been doing, you know, been so lucky to be an international coach for basically 15 years, um, nearly a third of, my, a third of my life nearly. And, you know, it is time to uh, for that to take a, a backward step in terms of, you know, spending time with my wife and, and children and it, you know what a great opportunity though to 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 um you know to become a head coach again on a full-time basis in, a, in a, a great city and a place that we've got close ties of our family as well with my wife's got family there and we love spending time there so it, it's a good sort of result on, on all on all parts you mentioned the length of time you've been there shane and and i think it it also transcends uh, a big change in the art of bowling because uh, we've seen a, a new form of the game and T20 cricket uh, really emerge during your time. Um, you know, one day cricket is still there. But throughout those uh, particular forms of the game in particular, the variations required to be a successful bowler have changed enormously. Uh, has that been an interesting challenge for you? Yeah, yeah, great observations there and, and good points, you know, to... You know, like white ball cricket, um, you know, even the way that I remember, you know, the wide jorker was the, the new ball to bowl. Uh, that was way back in 2010 and it took took some convincing of players and just little things like that. You know, players have gone from maybe having one one slower ball, one yorker. Now they're, you know, spinners, they're spinning it both ways, beating the bat on both sides of the wicket now and even spinners bowl yorkers now in T20. So... The, the way the guys have adapted and needed to adapt to the game is, is testament to them. And, and, and as a coach, you, you're there to facilitate and help and ask questions. You're not there to tell them what to do because cricketers are really smart. They're, 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 they're on the ground. And, and my role has just been to see that and to help them through that, that process. And, yeah, it's, it's been amazing how the, great, the game's changed and adapted over a period of time. And even in test cricket now, how positive teams are playing with the bat and um, aggressive they are with the ball so yeah it's all about adapting as much as you can it's a great expression uh, the commentators quite often use those that are in the know about bowling about bowling in tandem now um, you mentioned two names before in terms of uh, how you've watched their development and been part of their development uh, Southie and Bolt uh, who are perhaps I think our best ever bowling combination and I'm going uh, ahead of some very good ones here by saying that but um, mm. bowling in tandem and, and getting those combinations is, uh, can you explain a little bit about that to those listening yeah cricket is so much more of a team game than people think and that are, are aware of and if you go in behind um, behind the, the in the dressing room and it's certainly such an important aspect because you need to apply pressure from both ends because you do bowl from you know, different ends of the wicket and then there's conditions and there's different winds. Um, the pitches are different. Um, and as a bowler, you need to have the skills to apply pressure on really good wickets against batters that are, are outstanding. Um, Tim and Trent are a fantastic example. Richard Hadley and Ewan Chatfield 
uh, there's, there's, there's endless and that goes from spinners as well and the role of spinners with fast bowlers is really important like I, I always felt back in you know 10 years ago when Daniel Vittori and, and Shane Bond were bowling at the same time in the middle of one, 50 over game they just they just stopped the game and, and had an impact themselves that partnership so um, it's really important to, to have that pressure from both ends and you know Tim and Trent have done it so well at the start of the innings and now Matt Henry stepped up in that role as well. So, there's, and of course Kyle Jamieson. It's just crucial to, to to apply that pressure because the batters are just so good, and you need to be able to execute and be as accurate as you can. In terms of going, becoming um, a head coach as opposed to uh, a bowling coach, how do you envisage your role with Wellington? Is it a supervisory thing, or is it as hands-on as we might think, or is it more to make sure that the whole package? Uh, is in place from all those different bowling, batting, fielding type directions tactically? Yeah, I think um, you, you were spot on there and basically what you said, I think my role is to um, lead lead the, the coaching to support and the, and the system um, and support the system that's in place and to, to have an impact and contribute to that and, and, and obviously have my impact maybe around tactics and selections and, and making sure the group is settled. Uh, and, and it's always been my motto that it's about the game, but it's not about the game. And for me, it's making sure that people feel as though that they belong in the environment and they're special and it's, and it's to be part of it. And it's important that people can express themselves, whether it be their frustrations or, or their happiness. And, and, and that's going to be my job there is to, to have a combination of all the cricket and, and, and empower the support staff to, to continue to do the great job that they're doing there. Uh, just looking forward to um, what's coming up in the future, and uh, we'd love uh, if you could possibly give us an, uh, an update too um, on mm. where uh, Kyle Jamieson is at going forward. Do, uh, do you have much contact with him as being part of your artillery? Yeah, certainly link up with Kyle. Um, every week and, and get videos of his bowling uh, in Christchurch. He's going really good. Great guns at the moment. Um, yeah, I caught up with him. He came up the Tauranga just before I, I went away and he's looking in great shape. Um, you know, I, I think uh, for me, compared to when he uh, would look to return after Christmas, I think it was, earlier this year, I think he's in so much a better, better space already, mentally and physically. Um, so it's really good signs. Um, I think, you know, he's progressing well, uh, whether in terms of bowling capacity, uh, the World Cup, oh, look, there's no doubt that's on his radar, but I think, you know, it's more important that he long-term is fit and ready to go for all the, and be available for all the formats. So it'll be touch and go, but he's doing really well. Uh, Shane Jurgensen, we're talking to folks who uh, you can hear the wonderful natural sounds of Darwin in the background and we're very jealous sitting back here That's in New like Zealand <laughs> at, at this stage. Uh, hey Shane, uh, you would have been um, sitting in the right spot to analyse what's been going on in, in the Ashes. I mean it's been an intriguing contest which blew up in all various forms um, the, the other day of course. Uh, what, was your, what was your overall take on that and the fallout uh, from the Bearstow incident? <laughs> oh look! It's, it's been amazing to see the impact from media and the the great divide uh, on it. Um, look, I think from memory with, with Johnny, you know, you know, we've obviously played England a lot, 
and uh, we've had times when we've had the wood on him, and he's had, definitely had times he's he's played well against us. And I, I know in terms of he's got a lot of uh, he likes to be out in the crease. He likes to impose himself and uh, lets the ball go through the keeper and wanders down the wicket, patting the bat, and he's not scared to look you in the eyes, the bowler. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, look, I think. Uh, it's probably something that he won't do again. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really know what decision is meant to be, to be honest with you, Smithy, because it's, it's such a, you know, uh, there's been, you know, examples of it in the past and in the future. But I think, you know, it's, it's certainly going to present a, a very uh, probably, you know, the, the Ashes, the battle will go to another level again, which is, you know, normally happens with the Ashes. Oh, I think it's, uh, I, I mean, I, I, best I comes from Yorkshire, as you well know. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure I want to be uh, Alex Carey and Co. Walking around Leeds uh, for a little while. For a little while, anyway. Yeah, uh, Jugo, you've been up, you've been up there, and it's not quite the long room, and they had enough trouble there. Oh, exactly. Yeah, we played there last year, and yeah, it was pretty tough reception for us when we were there. So there's no doubt that'll continue. And yeah, that's it's going to be an amazing week uh, to see how that goes. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's just going to lift the whole series to another level. On a serious note, though, and, and analysing the bowling attacks uh, of uh, these two countries that are going at it at the moment, how big a loss uh, is Nathan Lyon, do you feel, in these three test matches coming up? And how good a replacement on what you've seen could Todd Murphy be? Yeah, I think a uh, huge loss for Australia. He just finds ways, Nathan... To, to get wickets on all surfaces all around the world. You know, he's, he's averaging over, I think, four wickets a game. You know, it's it's hard to replace that. But I, I, having spent some time with Craig Howard, who's a spin bowling consultant coach who's with the White Ferns team at the moment, I think, in Sri Lanka, and caught up with him. It was great to see him. We went to the Cricket, cricket Academy together way back in 1994. So he, he had a lot of really good things to say about about Todd Murphy so I mean watch this space you never know he could step up and, and have a, a huge impact um, you know new, new to an international scene so I know that yeah Craig spoke very highly of him so yeah but a hu- again a huge loss he balances out the Australian attack so much line and no doubt his experience in the change room and his calming influences will be potentially be a factor as the series goes on but you know, I mean, they've got a number of bowlers to lift that load. And, and with Cameron Green, also the way that he balances that attack, it's, you know, they've got a, a pretty strong side to contend with for, for any batting team. Shane, uh, just looking across the fence at uh, the resources that Brendan McCullum has available to him, um, I, I don't, I, I, there is room for sentiment in sport, but I, I just wonder about the sentiment at this time in the Ashes. Uh, he's going to have to make a pretty tough call, I, I think, on Jimmy Anderson at some point if he wants to win all three of these Test matches. Or where do you think uh, he should go, knowing Headingley, the traditions of Headingley? Uh, what would you go into this next Test match with if you were Brendan McCullum up there? Uh, I think um, one of the things that I would be guessing that it, it's so far maybe for the England team, and I have to admit, Smithy, I haven't watched it too much with the time zone that I am, but I, I think no doubt that he will back the history of those amazing bowls that he's got in his artillery now. Uh, you know, maybe their execution has been slightly off, and I think that's certainly something to always factor, and I think he'll, he'll, he will back his existing bowling group and I think maybe the one thing that he might look at is the inclusion of maybe a Mark Wood 
um, if he's fit and willing and, and fit and ready to go. Sorry, um, as that little X factor of the extra pace. Um, and and I think the way that Ben Stokes approaches his cricket, he's aggressive, so talented. Um, you know, he'll certainly lead those decisions as well. So. Yeah, I mean, what's this space? There, there could be a change, but uh, but you know, those bowlers, the history they are in, in English conditions, they're, they're a, they've been a, such a threat for a long time. I'm sure he'll back them again. Uh, if I asked you in terms of your own career uh, with the Black Caps, the biggest highlight, um, biggest achievement you felt? Oh, I think for me, uh, no doubt winning the World Test Championship because um, that was quite a, a, an emotional sort of tough time for everyone uh, around the world you know during COVID I remember winning that game and you know seeing the guys I've got some amazing videos on my iPad <laughs> they told me to stop recording but you know as Kane and, and Ross that partnership to get us home and just little things that you see the guys do at training and then when they execute in the game in a really critical moment under pressure you know the, the three cover drives that Kane's that Kane played Ross Taylor cut shot you know they've been doing it for years and to do it under that pressure and have the support and guys in the dressing room on their on their feet <laughs> clapping applauding screaming being there for each other uh, the Black Caps is no doubt the, uh, the best uh, you know one of the, one of the best environments that I've been in um, and it's in terms of the support and the, around each other and yeah the World Test Championship was just amazing and, and no doubt the 2019 World Cup final to be part of that game as well that was pretty cool uh, Shane also um, if we looked at perhaps just uh, the other end of the scale um, the, the lack of emergence or the lack of use of a genuine spinner uh, is, is that still a bit of a question mark and something we still have to really address in terms of our bowling unit I think the the opportunities have been really good over the last sort of 10 to 12 months. I think there's a number of guys that are really pushing to play in our team. And I think it was great to see Ish Sodi in Pakistan step up. Um, you know, and we had also Michael Bracewell, who's slowly becoming over his, you know, his emergence in all formats now has been amazing and, and will only get better. And I think in time, these guys will, will, will just get better and better. And I think... It's all about the, the whole bowling unit. And in, in, and as I said, in time, those positions will, you know, with, with a number of uh, opportunities in the next 12 to 18 months for the Black Caps with six test matches on the subcontinent uh, late next year. So there's really good opportunities for that bowling attack to be quite settled and these guys to step up and play a role. Shane Jurgensen, absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Uh, congratulations on the, the new challenge you, you've had to, um, you've got going forward. You've dedicated so much of your uh, your life to the sport. So uh, great to see another chapter unfolding for you. Enjoy the rest of your time in Darwin. Uh, watch out for those birds sitting on your shoulder, and uh, we shall catch up in, um, in, in, in due course uh, around the world at some stage. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. Thanks, Vinny. Thanks for your time. Thanks, mate.